There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 20 and 520 on My Talk 1071. Your uh, hub day edition of the Laurie and Julia show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I just sent my first ephemeral tweet. No. No. That's it. Oh. That's my ephemeral tweet. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, I like the name Fleet, but ephemeral, it's like that'll be, uh, people will be going to the dictionary. Yeah, probably. Exactly. And figure that out. Yeah. Okay, so hi, um, everyone. hi everyone. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Gee, did I ever do a embarrassing thing at the club not you yeah i did real embarrassing real embarrassing did you fart no did you fart in a downward dog no julia i i I, that is not a problem that i have Um, well you said you did a real embarrassing thing what else would you do well i was saying this was on monday and i was going to a 1045 class Linda's Pilates strength class. You love that class. Well, I'm. I want to ensure that I continue to be balanced and have a good, strong core. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, anyway, I see Casey leaving, and I mean, I don't know anyone that looks cuter after workout. He, I, his hair is all fluffy. He's just fluffy. I like that yeah. word. <laughs> fluffy, fluffy, His skin is ruddy and glowing, and. And he's so macho, he doesn't mind wearing a puffer court uh, coat uh, with his fireman shorts and, you know, his socks that might be pulled up a little bit. But he just looks so cute. So I'm like, Casey, you look so cute. And and hi. And because we really don't usually see each other at sure. the club, because he's there for hours. Yes, he is. I'm there. I'm in. I'm out. I go to class. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway. And as I stop, what do I do? Scream. No. Flash I, him. I trip a one-year-old out oh. of out of her shoe, make her cry, and almost fell on her. How did exactly did you do that? She because just, I had my sunglasses stopped. still on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Inside. Why? Mm-hmm. I hadn't gotten around <laughs> to taking them off. off. And all being Anna went to her of you, and I was being all you know giddy at the sight of Casey, and I just I never get to see him in his fluffy hair, and he just and I just literally just tripped all over this little one year old, but 
the mom was like, no, I like overhand and she's okay. And the little girl is just like, her chin is wobbling. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I am the worst. Don't ever wear your sunglasses inside. Now she's one. Yeah. I can't imagine the conversation you're having with someone who understands nothing. (laughs) Oh, yay. Okay. Right out of her little shoe. There's all kinds of people are coming in. I just felt real, real small. But the mom was very, she was very nice. nice about it and everything, and and didn't didn't blame me or push me or anything. She was just super That's nice. That's nice She's, that she didn't push you, Lori. <laughs> listen, listen to Lori. She didn't blame me and push or push me push like that down. would ever would, happen. Well, I would. You know, you could see how That's someone you. might be tempted. No, I can't. yeah. Well, I don't know. We don't know what's going on. People are mean in this world, Julia. We know that. This mom was like real nice. I don't care if you have a peanut peanut allergy oh allergy. Boom. I don't care. You know what remind that reminds me of though the, it's not really related but about falling is um they spotlighted this this morning on TikTok. First of all, I thought everyone knows that all of your information is being garnered for the Chinese government. I mean, yes, literally that's a, that it's TikTok's such a, a Chinese app. But it's so dumb mm-hmm. and so many people continue to be on it including yep. our niece in um yeah, out in Yeah, I was going crazy. I'm like, "Why are you on that? They're getting all your info." Beside the point. They had this thing called the um, cross challenge. Yeah, this, they've already pulled it off. So, Donnie, it was the dumbest thing. Like, you would. Three three of you in a row. Okay, you tell it. Okay, three of you in a row, right? Jump up and kick up your heels. But the two on the end don't tell the person in the middle. And when they jump up, they kick the person's heels out from under them to see how they fall. On their head. To make videos of it. (laughs) To make videos. It. Good way to get injured. Yep. No, people have been sent to the hospital because yeah. they've had brain bleeds. Yeah. I mean, it is oh the most Lord. ridiculous thing. So, so TikTok took it off, but it's just like, I mean, GMA, the Today Show, and CBS uh, Morning, they have all ran their TikTok stories trying to alert parents about this. Well, I was shocked that anyone just would like, ever do that. Yeah, yeah. Just like Britney Spears now has to have the Instagram taken away from her 13-year-old son who posted a very 13-year-old video today. Yes, he did. Just a real dumb boy thing. In fact, it reminded me of conversations I had with my sister's boys when they were like in seventh and eighth grade. They were particularly... It seems so angry. Yes. There's a lot of testosterone, new testosterone mm, that's happening. Mm-hmm. And the boys are, uh, they just were like, I was just like, what happened to my boys? Because like when they were 10 and 11, they weren't th- that way at 13. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Anyway, so she's, you know, or whoever has the conversation with uh, Kevin Federline. Someone's taking down the boy because he's lashed out on his grandpa. Well, and he also said, you know, oh. if you follow me, I promise mm. to tell you everything about my mom. And oh, I mean, boy. Just really, no, no, no. Yeah, just really, well. really just that, oh, that account just needs to be shut right down. That's <laughs> going to be yeah, the parental yeah. thing, uh, you know, to do. But I have to say that. So glad that wasn't around because my kids just had Facebook. Aren't you like? Yes. And that is one thing. Yeah. I'm relieved. It, and I'm so glad we never had that junk. Oh. Well, that's why they that whole wait till eighth movement is mm-hmm. real. Well, 13 is. Is up that there. eighth grade? I feel like it is. Uh, I feel like that's seventh grade, but I don't know. Yeah. 
I feel like it's up there. 13. Yeah, 13 or 14 could be, depending on when you were born, I suppose. Donnie, you were absolutely correct because yeah. I was done with high school. I was 17. I wasn't so even was drinking I. age. So yeah. was I. And, all the, three of us were. Oh, yeah. that's right. We're all summer birthdays. But yes. I mean, do you know? I mean, when I graduated from high school, the drinking drink. age was 18 in Wisconsin and 19 in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. Sorry, so yeah. it was real handy our senior year for the senior boys yeah. to go over to Spear to get our kegs for the keggers out in the gravel pits. It, 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 it kind of sucked in New York City. In New York City. Was it 21? 21. The rest of the state was 18. 18. Oh. That's not right. Yeah. But you just went, everyone just got <laughs> fake yeah, IDs or you just left the city. We didn't have fake IDs back then. Uh, Did we? I didn't have one. Uh, no. No, we didn't need to. We didn't, didn't really need to. Because no, because it was 19. 19 or in Wisconsin, 19. Yeah, you have no business even trying to get in the bar. We would just put on lipstick and really fluff our hair and wear high shoes and let the girl with cleavage go in first. <laughs> I mean, that was the way yeah. to, you know, get That in. was the way to leave. If you, wanted to dance, if you wanted to go to a dance club, which we passionately did in uh, junior and senior year of high school. Oh, God. The Ore House. In Superior, it had a light up disco floor. Well, that was everything. I mean, the Saturday Night Fever floor was and college boys who, who I we weren't even really interested in drinking as so much as it was dancing and seeing if there would be anyone who would be older with a really better mustache than the boys in high school would, you know, want to like to dance with us. And you know what? I never went to a bar in high school. You didn't, Mm-mm. Julia. We were wilder up in the north. Yeah, I think you were. Yeah, I I do we hear that. More... Rural areas were wilder. I just never did that. The rural areas are always a hotbed. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else to do. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> you always do hear that. <laughs> All right, listen. We come back. It's our story. We can't get enough of which today involves an actor. Miss a put you in timeout this week? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. I could have danced all night. I could have danced all night and still have made for more. I could have spread my wings and done a thousand things. In Pennsylvania now lives in uh, New York City. And so, Shireen, you have been in major shows. I mean, you were in Legally Blonde. You were in Shrek as Princess Fiona. You're Eliza Doolittle. How was it hard to get this role? Well, I was a part of the Broadway company. I was in the ensemble. It was my debut on Broadway. Oh so that was gosh. so exciting. Oh, and, and that show, this show has and amazing costumes, show. doesn't it? Oh, and Kathy Zuber is spectacular. Yeah. I mean, these costumes are just beautiful. So, yeah, that was a dream come true. And then eventually I started understudying. So it's just been this beautiful journey. How long has it taken since you started in the in the main cast to get the lead? Oh, part? gosh, about two and a half years now. Oh, my gosh. Is that how fast it is? We could be stars, Larry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Except we can't sing. Well, that's always a minor detail. That's a minor detail. Something, you know, I was looking at some history about My Fair Lady and the original cast recording of the Broadway album with Julie Andrews, who started it on Broadway, it, um, gosh, what was it? It was 15 years, number one. Mm-hmm. For, You're kidding. And you not 15 years, 15 yeah. weeks. It was number weeks, one, yes. and it was the mm-hmm. highest um, producing album for Columbia Records back in the day. And then when it won its Academy Award in 1964 for Best Movie, Best Actor, Harrison, Rex Harrison, and then um, 
best director. It's it's won a lot of stuff, and I think a lot of people need to be refreshed how fantastic it is. And a lot of people resonate with it. Mm -hmm. I think this is a perfect time to revive it, because why not? It's a beautiful story. It's a story about ambition and grit, and... It it talks about all of these incredible issues that we're still dealing with today. Yes. So it's That's and so it, there's so much nostalgia around it too. So it's really fun traveling and do you love the costumes? I love See, the costumes be... more and more every time I put them on. Yeah, they're just they're so beautiful and so so. Everyone has their own individual look, which is exciting too. And I just love the time period. It's like the hats are incredible and the, the dresses the bustle, are beautiful. The bustles. Oh. And the men look incredible as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, now, John, as a music yes. director, yes. what is that? How creative can you get outside of the guts, you oh. know, of the music that's been around for a long time? Well, sure. I mean, the music in this show is iconic. And as you said, you know, it was a top selling album. Uh, so, you know, I think that the music is the structure, you know, it's the walls of the house, but we as the artists, you know, inhabit the house. So, you know, uh, there it's is a great way to say it. I want to pause. I've ever heard I want to pause right there because it was so good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and that's the thing when you see live Broadway shows or some some live musicals when you have live music and you can see the orchestra pit light and you see the conductor down there going oh, to town. There's nothing like it. There yeah. is nothing like it, and it's you know it's rare. Some places, you know, it's just so amazing. Well, and there's a chemistry that happens in every moment. I mean, Shireen and I breathe together yes. on every phrase Literally. of every yes. song, yeah. and then then that makes the instruments play, and then it, you know it's completely organic, and it will never happen the same way twice. Right. Shireen, yeah. what's your favorite song to sing? Can you pick one? Do you have... That's hard. Is, That's hard. But I, I do think, you know, I Could Have Danced Tonight is always so fun mm -hmm. to sing. And, you know, running around the stage Yeah, because you're twirling. So yes. You're yes, twirling, twirling and singing. Is that hard? Yeah. It, it's hard, but, you know, it's so fulfilling and mm -hmm. so fun because it's exactly what the, the song just brings out in yeah. people as well. Um, I uh, The music is so iconic. So I just enjoy every moment and how long have you been singing like were you oh, like one of these little kids since i was a kid were... since i was a kid yeah and my fair lady's been part of my life for so long um it was one of the first movie musicals i watched with audrey hepburn and right you know the iconic ask it scene it was so it's been part of my life for a very long time was it hard to get the cockney um you know the way she'd act i i it's, you know it's hard all. but we had a wonderful dialect coach from England, and she was just fantastic. What was your you phrase you to had? To, yeah, what was to get your, the they always give you a phrase, right? That you we need the Cockney. We phrase. need to know what it is that you say oh, to get into. Like the Southern one is, "I've got a fold, do fold." <laughs> Seriously, yes. Olivia De Havilland told us she that, and she uh, is that I've got a fold. I've got a fold, do fold to get I've into the fold, do fold. So we're wondering what the Cockney one is. The Irish one might be. I've got a four-door Ford. How about that? Okay. <laughs> that I I bet that was hard to learn. It was hard, but you know, it just informs my character even more. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, price line. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. So it, it's actually so helpful and it was really fun diving into the melody and the musicality of the dialect. Is you know? your co-star hot? The guy, you know, what's his name? <laughs> Rex, Rex Listen, Harrison anyone character? in those Kathy Zuber costumes yeah. are is gonna look yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Laird is fantastic. He's a fantastic Higgins, and everyone just Higgins, has a wonderful, Higgins. yeah, Professor a wonderful chemistry on stage. So and he's fun. not as different, like because Rex Harrison was quite a bit older. Yeah, he was. I mean, you know, when you think about it, mm-hmm. is your is your Higgins closer to your age? Yeah, I think I think with this revival, the there the power dynamic is not in the age okay, anymore. Good, good. and so it, that just brings in then it a seems lot fresher. Yeah, yeah, it's fresher, and it brings in some other issues that I think were maybe masked by the age difference. Mm-hmm. So this is a really fun revival, like the sexual chemistry. Yeah, that's what I'm. Talking <laughs> I mean, that's about. what I'm thinking. <laughs> if you're closer in age, Absolutely. you know, don't you think? that was one of the things I was like, what does she yeah. even see in this old fart? I mean, I never in the movie. <laughs> She found his soft side. I know, but I was just like, he's older than my dad. I never understood that when I first watched. John, John is with us, and he's the musical director for. We're talking now, with Shereen and John from my fair, my fair Lady, which is showing at the Orpheum March fourth through the eighth. So it starts tonight. Well, we started last we started night. We started last night, night yeah. and then it runs through Sunday. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, people, oh. you're going to want to go to this. You're going to want to go. Get your tickets. Get, Get your, your tickets. tickets. John, tell us a little bit about the conducting of the music. So you said, you know, it's all built, but you bring energy and a different yeah, creativity absolutely. to it. Do you guys have eye contact when you're on stage, Shreen? Oh, yeah. constantly. So it's, you can yeah. see when it's time to go? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're sort of like partners. I always have an eye on him, and and it's important because it, you know, it just informs my creativity on the stage and then and his as well okay so i have a dumb question are you the guy waving the baton yeah i was like what's the musical <laughs> <laughs> she put on her blonde wig today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we do that though we do that so when you're doing the music do you ever have any moments like where you have a brain fart or you forget or there's something going on. I mean, does that ever happen well, to you? I would say that we're all human and so uh-huh. no one is perfect. But, uh, you know, uh, no, we've not had any big catastrophes. Yeah, okay. I also did the show on Broadway with Shireen. I conducted oh, her guys. first performance as Eliza. And let me tell you, it was stunning. We were all... Oh, I want to go. Know, bowled How over. But, fun. you know, so we've been doing it now for, for quite a while. So we, we kind of have a routine. All right, well, I day. hope that the Orpheum, you know, people get you out to the Mall of America, however you're going to go, because you got to go shopping, no tax. No tax. Oh, no, tax no. no tax. Yeah, no tax. No tax. No tax. Yeah. So, I mean, please oh, go time Lori. for shopping. Way and... to redeem yourself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. I took the blonde wig Listen, off. Listen, my fair lady at the Orpheum, um, now yeah. through Sunday, get your tickets. Um, it sounds fantastic. We're sorry we're going to miss it because we're heading out of town, but lovely. Thank Best you. show. Makes everyone feel good. Nice meeting you guys. Nice meeting you.
My talk traffic starting in Richfield this afternoon, 494 eastbound, a crash from Penn Avenue to Xerxes, overpass, and then Fridley Highway. on Broadway. These guys are from the Broadway Broadway, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. No. Cool. When she, she's like, uh, I'm, I, she, I'm just like, I go, you, I, you're, you're such a pretty Eliza Doolittle. She really is. Oh, I got no singing out of her, though. I didn't try too hard. No, Julie, she's going to sing tonight. I know. And she's got to practice. Real people practice. <laughs> they gargle. Real people. They gargle. They, they gargle. do their scales. Oh. Yeah, they're doing the IOU. Yeah, you just think. We bleat what naturally just bleat. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, we do. All right, so really, the, the feel-good story... Uh, of the morning of all the morning shows GMA ran it and it started really in this woman's hometown like a local story like a story that KSTP would do it started in her retirement home in some small town in Pennsylvania and it's about this woman this 98 year old woman who's been a Girl Scout since she was 10 and she's still all these years later sells Girl Scout cookies and wears the uniform with the troop Yes, because oh, she so it. passionately believes in Girl Scouts, what they do. So here's, anyway, it started at a small little local affiliate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it kept okay. steamrolling yes. and she got on GMA. So, and she was just darling, Ronnie Backenstow. She's a 98-year-old golf cart driving Girl Scout, achieving possibly her best badge yet for making people smile. Nice you all could come. And this morning she's saying... Good morning, sunshine. Ronnie Backenstow became a Girl Scout in 1932 when the thin mints and tagalongs of the day sold for just 15 cents a box. She loved it so much, she never left. We had only three kinds of cookies. I'm a peanut butter lover. My husband used to call me the peanut butter kid because I love peanut butter. She is the definition of young at heart with the joy she loves to share each cookie season when the local (laughs) troops come to her Pennsylvania retirement community to sell cookies to other seniors. To these young scouts, she's a ray of sunshine. When I met Miss Ronnie, I felt happy. She's always in a happy mood and always laughing. She has this non-stop energy. She's a great role model. I teach the younger Girl Scouts to be kind, to give service, to be prepared. When 12-year-old Allie Horak was qualifying for a new pin, it was Ronnie who gave her the talk she needed. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but Miss Ronnie, I was like, Miss Ronnie probably did it a thousand times. I'm going to try. Talking about yeah. you because they're worth it. I really like the one I really struggled with was my cooking badge I'm in not, sixth grade. I'd be surprised. Yeah, no, I really <laughs> struggled with the cooking badge, mm-hmm. and uh, my mom had to help me quite a bit. And I struggled with the sewing mm. one too. The mm-hmm. one I was good at was camping, the camping badge. Camping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back in the day when you were a laborer. Before you yeah, used to carry or anymore. pitch or get but, gather wood or anything, and and you know I forgot you can't you couldn't be you can't be a Girl Scout until you're ten. Maybe that's why that's why I, I so remember being excited about turning double digits, mm-hmm. just giddy, and it must be have been because I was a Cubs, I was a brownie. Right. Yeah. So anyway, here's one more cut about Ronnie. Uniform isn't crowded with the badges you'd expect from someone who's been at this for nearly a century. The story of why that is makes us love her even more. I grew too big for it, but some of my friends were smaller and they could use it in the depression times. We didn't have money for things like that. 
So my mother gave my uniform away. So away went my badges as well. So I don't have the badges. That isn't important. It's what I learned from the badges. That's the important thing. How could you not stay in Girls County is my question. It's a way of living, and I'm still living. For that remarkable attitude. Going in wholeheartedly. She's this morning's Good Morning Sunshine. That's sweet. Isn't that sweet? Because, of course, when you do buy Girl Scout cookies, you're helping girls power their Girl Scout experience, and you're supporting young female entrepreneurs because they really have to know what they're doing to sell these things mm-hmm. and even getting all the badges. It's it's trying to teach you things how to live. It's a it's, yeah. It's anyway, a good she thing. was like she just, was darling. She was so cute. I'm yeah. sure. You know, KSTP um, at eleven, Matt Belanger and Leah McLean's uh, newscast. They did a story today on these two women who are friends and they're elderly friends and how many years they voted together. Yeah. And they said, I don't know, maybe it was when we voted for Teddy Roosevelt. Might have been my <gasps> no first one. Way. Yes. Honestly. <laughs> yes. And I was just like, I love, <laughs> yeah. you know, just the passion. They yes. were so passionate. They were two buddies talking well, about it. All right. Well, speaking, and if we're going to spotlight, you know, uh, women of a, of a certain age, and we're saying 80 plus, we're yep. going to talk about, we had several people email us this um, obituary not sure. It's from uh, State College. Is that Ohio? I have no, no idea. It's Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. okay. Yeah. Here it's right here in the obituary. Uh, yeah. I got up real early this morning. Casey woke me up with his terrible snoring and heavy breathing. So glad we got that <laughs> little, including that. Yeah. Little level of detail. <laughs> yes, that was just a, After he's so, so we cute were both with his fluffy hair. We were both up at three thirty a.m. We could have been texting each other because I, I was couldn't driving fall to get ice cream. Yeah. Oh, well, I just stayed. I couldn't even get out of bed. I just sat and repeated my transcendental meditation yes. word. And, I wish I would have. And tried to, you know, uh, discreetly poke and the snore, prod. The yes. Bear. Yes. Casey to get him to change sounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Took me like I just want the snore to change an octave, just, up or down, staccato. Like, do I, something different because I am a sleeper. So I really he, he, this may for all I know this might be his usual drill. But you don't know because you're usually not up. I am a sound sound sleeper, and I've been proud of it and As I've you bragged about be. it. As you I, should be. Now read this okay. little bit from this so lady. So Helen this Jacobson. Is this is an amazing yeah. obituary. Um, Helen Noel Jacobson died. Uh, at home, taken too soon at the age of 102. Um, she was proceeding in death by her patient loving husband. Um, her beloved only son also died ahead of her, and her sister Blanche Chase. She's survived by her. Love that name. Her, her, her daughter in law, two granddaughters, and two vivacious granddaughters and great granddaughters. And she lists everybody's name, but the great granddaughters got the vivacious. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. As well as many adopted children made up of her uh, siblings, nieces, and nephews. Helen was one of a kind. She hated to cook and maintained her slight figure on a diet of cold cuts, tomato soup, and baby carrots to the extent that she at one point developed a bit of an orange tinge from all the carrot nibbling and was advised to get different snacks. Oh, gosh. She refused to own a single piece of comfortable furniture, and even in her night clothes, the proper jewelry was required. Sounds like Moira. <laughs> no kidding. With her vest yes. and her brooch. 
She could easily have been described as stubborn or difficult, but it happened to be one of the best things about her. Helen was so stubborn, in fact, she went to see the film Borat under the impression it was a true documentary and (laughs) stuck out the entire 86 shocking minutes appalled before demanding her money back at the box office. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Though there were few things in her life she raved about or claimed that brought her joy, other than George Clooney... (laughs) This has got this a good amazing. snark to it. She does. Her warmth and love for her son and love of the kids was yeah. abundant and overflowing. She certainly didn't get along with just anybody, once <laughs> requesting new seating arrangements at mealtime due to her table mate refusing to wear a brassiere. No! <laughs> Probably at the nursing home. I can't sit by those boobs! <laughs> but reflected on how wonderful the staff was at the nursing right. home, and she loved them. Uh, raise your baby carrots today in honor of the smart, stubborn, charming matriarch of a family of equally charming, smart, and stubborn women. The unsinkable Helen Noel Joy Noel Johnson, 102 years of life. Mm. That's a funny mm. one. Yeah. Don't send flowers. Send donations in Helen's name to the <laughs> juvenile diabetes <laughs> research. Board. We don't want the flowers. Anyway, we had we had several people yes, email us. Thank yeah. you, everybody. That's epic. That's epic. And I, I really that love that the unsinkable. That that's mm-hmm. fabulous. So yeah, be sure and put in mind uh, the things like that I well, like Lori, to brag about. Literally, you know. well, I, I can't list. afford I know, to put my word. How long is this going to be? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> and she was... I'm all worried. She <laughs> was old enough to know better, but too young to, to care. care. Exactly. <laughs> and if you're going to kick open a door, what was that one line? You got to kick it. Wait, if you're going to open the door, you better open it. What was it? It was something about falling through a doorway. I'm going to find it in the notebook. I'll find it in the notebook. By the way, Elizabeth Reese's story, you know, that was in People magazine. I think Jason Matheson having a thing got the attention of People magazine about Elizabeth Reese getting an email from an awful person. Just commenting on her, her body and her looks. And I mean, completely. That's what we were kind of baffling. What the ignoring the if you don't have anything nice to say to somebody, don't say anything at all. At all. I mean, Stop. I feel that way on anything. Uh, so many things that is should be applied. I don't feel like people say that anymore as often. Well, she well, celeb bitchy, one of our favorite um, um, gossip yes. places. They wrote about this Minneapolis talk show host calls out body shamer emailed, and the blogger who wrote about this one said the whole story made her cry, and she's done a number of stories about how in local markets women meteorologists women news anchors mm-hmm, get all mm-hmm. these uh, people take them to task for everything. their body their shape their hair their clothes, everything yeah. about what mm-hmm. they're looking but a lot of body shaming goes around all the critiques yes about what you look like and so anyway the the Quimby writes, not going to lie, this whole thing made me cry. If I'd seen the photo of Elizabeth, it wouldn't even have registered with me one way or another. When I looked at the photo of I her, thought she Elizabeth, looked so darling. I was like, I want that whole outfit. Mm-hmm. Jeans, boots, jacket, striped Dimples. shirt. I was just like, yeah, the dimple. I mean, she's just like a snack and a half. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but... Um, Anyway, she loved what Elizabeth had to say. And, and then as a side note on Facebook, Elizabeth shares a clip of her friend, Jason Mathen, Matheson, yes. who's a TV host on another network. Jason went scorched earth on Maggie and he body did. shaving. He did. He did. Yeah. It. 
So anyway, mm-hmm. that is uh, people are you know she's getting a lot of a, a lot of you know support. 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 Yeah, exactly. And 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 I think it's an excellent reminder to people. Just stop making comments about other people's bodies, their shapes, what they look like, anything like that. It's just uh, I've never understood it. Mm-mm. You know, never. And you know we know. F- because Elizabeth used to be our dirt alert late yeah. for how many years? And she would sometimes share with us, oh, yeah, it's been a bad day. I wore mm-hmm. something today, and boy, did Wrong I color. hear from people. Right. Mm-hmm. And always directed at her, at her, but body shaming her. And we were just like, oh. My. People are mean. We've been appalled for a long yes. time about this. So I guess I'm glad it's out loud. Yeah, I think Maybe sounds- it will make people think, because I don't know what people are thinking. Are they... That they're accomplishing by sharing their personal critique. I mean, they're unhappy. I think unhappy, miserable people are the people that spew hate. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. And and that is not coming from a happy person. That's covering a lot of ground. That same it covers a lot of people too. It does. But I think that's where the genesis of of that. All right, listen. We come back. Maybe we have a trashy new reality TV show for you to watch. We'll tell you when we come back. Did you miss Sex Monday? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. It all goes back to you. Did she, she, say she just has always known that she was gold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Golden. Golden. Yeah. Just, she Golden. always knew it. This it was, is not news. No, no I know. Oh, but okay. it was never a problem for her. <laughs> no. No, I no, I like that about myself. <laughs> I, I can say that. No one likes you more than you. I but love that. She's her best fan. No, but I mean, I was a very loved child. <laughs> you were. You were and the I first. Was a, I was the first child. I was a loved child. My grandmother's devoted on me. I mean, they literally, I, and I had a happy childhood, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. I... It's lovely. Yeah, and and I just I my two grandmothers just thought I was just everything, and so I thought it was everything, and I've never stopped thinking that. Well, why would you? Because you are. Well, it's it's made a lot of things easier because when you believe that hard in yourself, I think it's fantastic. You can weather a lot more storms. I think it's like wonderful. Yeah, I've always loved that about you. So how much that's you love why you. I like look at like my little glam daughter, you uh-huh. know, who's six, and she has like five, five or six. No, she has like eight grandparents, and she's very loved, so loved, and yeah. she is like the coolest, most compassionate, outgoing, confident kid, and it's because she's got all these like different. People who are like loving her in different ways. Yeah. It's really sweet. I mean, that's the that's that, sweet. I know. I can't wait. I for, can't get a word out of her. I've tried. We, I, she doesn't know me. Yeah, she sees me twice a year, and I just want her to say remember, hi. Like when you're a little kid, you got you got eight grandparents. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think she's else. very adjusted for having that many. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, <okay. laughs> well, you don't that's know why. That's why grandma, grandma, grandma one, grandma two, grandma five. Yeah, no, I mean, we just whatever they want. I they just call. I like them. They just call my name. Yeah. You know? They're cute, though. You're right. That's so lovely to be so loved. Yeah. Okay. So this show, I am so grateful I watched Extra this morning while I was packing, getting ready for Vegas. Yes. So Billy Bush says, we're going to go to the other Billy Bush. Boy, do I wish I had his bank account. Yeah. No kidding. And so the Bush family is an Anheuser-Busch. Yes. Uh, apparently, there are two brothers and this reality show is involves Billy Bush Sr., okay? okay, 
And it stars, it's going to be on MTV starting tomorrow night. It looks like he has four beautiful daughters and a daughter-in-law and two kind of hot sons. And he's um, the half uncle of Bush the fifth, who is the CEO of Anheuser-Busch. Wow. Okay, okay. So, okay, so there's... He's money, 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 yeah, money, yeah, money, yeah. money, money, money. It, it's not the part of the Bush family whose girlfriend died from an overdose in his home Ooh. in 2010. That's mm. August Bush. Who might have dated Adrian Maloof from Beverly Hills Housewives. His son. Yes. His son. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. That August like, Bush. Okay, so yeah, I, right. he was always suspected of, like, staging her, quote-unquote, um, suicide overdose. Oh, yeah, that's that could be a vintage scandal one day, but okay. I just wanted to keep it on the other side of the family right. that's having a show that looks like it might be kind of fun for us. It does. I, I saw previews. I watched um, Katie Keene caught up on all four episodes. That show I love. Isn't that the best, yeah. silliest, greatest show? Love it. We needed it But so they've been bad. advertising the Bush Family reality show on MTV, and I'm like, all right. Because I'm- it's fresh programming. I don't know about you guys. I know you never really watch Jersey Shore, but Jersey never. Shore vacation, you know, the, the kids all grown up. I'm not interested at all. They haven't had anything fresh at MTV for a while for mm. a reality show. So this Billy Bush Sr., I'm telling you, he's one of seven children of Gertrude, who's the third wife, and his dad is Gussie Birch, the owner of the Cardinals, and, of course, Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, Gussie Bush. Oh, all right. Okay, that's his dad, Gussie Bush. But Billy never worked at Anheuser-Busch. He's just been a dilettante, if you will, a rich kid with money. He did launch his own beer company, Craftig, that had eight years probably propped up by his trust fund. Craftig? Craftig, that was the name of Terrible it. Name. And uh, he also has this claim to fame. Um, Billy Bush. Billy mm-hmm. Bush Sr., who's the matriarch of the Bush family brewing show. He pleaded guilty two years ago for ass- assaulting a sixth grader. That's right. He pushed an 11-year-old boy into a wall in 2017 after the boy and Bush's son, who was in sixth grade, got into it. So he was trying to separate it, but he pushed him hard. Yeah, yeah. And it, was, it happened during yeah. basketball practice. Oh, Lord. Bush Sr. said his son was being bullied. The other said, no, it wasn't. But Billy Bush has had... Mm, he's had some scraps with the law. In 1981, he bit off another man's ear. How old late, is this guy? He's wow. like in like in his late fifties, maybe early sixties. So he's like seventeen years old, and he bites off someone's ear Lovely. in a brawl at a tavern. Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> he's course. a rich kid, you know. And well, not all rich kids he, act like that. No, I know, but he he's was twenty two, and he said the other guy started the fight. Do you see the pattern yes. here? Then a year later, me. he went. He drove through a drive through and grabbed the drive through clerk by the throat and tried to pull him through the window. Because they didn't have his chicken sandwich. Something. Mm -hmm. And uh, then things seemed to calm down. Maybe his dad put him somewhere. But then he and his family were in the news when when Billy Bush and his siblings argued over the future of, of something called Grant's Farm. I guess it's where all the Clydesdales hang out. Ooh. Oh, they own a lot of oh, Clydesdale. Yeah. So there's a lot of puns in this MTV show. Who's going to rain in? A rain in. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, there's yeah, just kind of all this funny tap stuff. The keg. Anyway, I, I eventually a group of the Bush family members 
bought the farm from the family trust because they wanted to keep it open to the public. Oh, okay. And then Billy Bush, back in 1988, he was in like a tabloid custody battle with this woman who he never married, but he had a daughter with, and they both were like kidnapping her back and forth across state lines. I mean, it went all the way to the Missouri Supreme Court. I'm just telling you, this guy is wild, and he's got a bunch of kids. Uh, his wife. Why and, would he want to do this? This is the thing that I just, his kids, his, his kids daughter, his daughter wants to be yeah. is described this is like as what an actress. With Clint Eastwood. Yes. And his daughter, Dylan, wanted to be famous. Yes. And so they wanted to do the show. Yeah, there's a Gussie, you know, named Broke after the Grinch. marriage. Yeah, no, there's all, it's all the kids. When you look at the good-looking family. It kind of looks, is it set in Wisconsin? No, it's in, you know. Missouri. Missouri. Oh, Missouri. Oh, why do yeah. I confusing them with the li- They're the Bush, li- they're the Bush Kardashians. The Bushtons. The Bushtons. All right, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm going to watch it for us, you guys. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.